When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, we'll be running through how the team's set to line up for Gimmick 35. It's a short turnaround as we look ahead to a Saturday deadline. If you missed the Gimmick 35 players to buy video, make sure you give that a watch as well. It'll be on screen at the end. Before we get into it, here's how I'm lined up on so rare this game week. Two changes made with Sun and McAllister coming in. Slightly risky, but I have sold Matoma and Izak and Captain and Sun to try and win a limited card again. One of my favourite things about SoRare is you can play how you want, whether it's collecting cards, winning mini leagues, or trying to win cards via differentials like Captain Sun. I do wonder how differently FPL would be played each week if it had better prizes like SoRare. Some of the prizes are unbelievable. If you haven't seen the vlog of the £15,000 ticket for Arsenal v Chelsea, I strongly recommend that as well, one of the funnest videos I've recorded. Click the link below to play for free and to join the Focal Mini League. So starting with a quick reflect back on Gimmick 34. The free hit was used with some highs and lows. First of all the positives, the decision was made to get Van Dijk rather than Robertson because Robertson had been benched in his last two double game weeks in the second fixture. It happened again and Van Dijk kept a clean sheet. The other fine margin call was Diaz or Edison. In the end Diaz was the right call and Edison unexpectedly benched for his second game. A real troll for those who bought him. Looked like the safest route into the City defence only for them to keep a clean sheet without him. KDB was the even bigger troll. This won a real frustration because in Pep's press conference he said everyone was fine except Ake. Based solely on that presser, I went for KDB off the back of his 19-pointer, only for him not to make the squad in both games. To make matters worse, I undoubtedly would have had Fernandez or Maros, who both smashed it. Captain Salah outscored Haaland, which was awesome as well. In the end, not much between the two, with Haaland scoring 16 and Salah scoring 18, so everyone won. Looking back, the real winners were the Gamic 32 free hitters. That was a week where I already had 11 players, so it felt unnecessary to free here, but the team would have scored exceptionally well if I had. Anyway, four game weeks to go, so let's crack on with the Gamic 35 team. I've got some fun potential transfers in mind, more on that at the end. In goal is Steele, who's home to Everton this week. If you caught the players to buy video already, he's topping the league for projected points over the rest of the season on FPL Review. Of course, due to having the extra fixture over anyone else. Brighton are second on the clean sheet odds this week, given a 47% chance. The back three is Trent, Trippier and Zinchenko. It feels like an iffy defence this week besides Trent. Again, reflecting back on the season, it's funny that when the 7.5 mil price tag was announced, we were all sure they'd made a massive mistake with Trent after scoring 208 points last season. It seemed way too low. Maybe they got lucky or maybe it was good judgement. He's finally hit form anyway, and after Gamic 34, he's got double-digit assists again for the season, which is incredible. The fourth time in his career already. 
Trippier, big disappointment recently, and once again last week, off the bench for De Bruyne, conceding once to bottom of the league Southampton. It's hard not to imagine Arsenal scoring here. From an FPL perspective, a nil-nil would be the best case scenario, but realistically the best hope for points would be an attack in return. Sinchenko's come off around the 70 minute mark in two of the last three games, which I actually don't mind as there is the potential for a bank clean sheet early. This game week Arsenal will be given just a 23.5% chance of a clean sheet. We've got the double defence of Gabriel, he might leave the team this week, in which case Sinchenko would drop to the bench. The midfield is Matoma, March, Salah, Rashford and Martinelli. Slightly concerning for De Zerbi to bench Matoma and McAllister in the first game, March in the second. And the team were pretty much unaffected in the Wolves game, winning 6-0. If anything, they played even better than many performances this season. One point each across the ball for the Brighton mids in that game, with March off early as well. Nonetheless, I do think that the best Brighton triple-up for the run-in is March, Matoma and Steele, so very happy to have the right three in my eyes. Continuing the trend of recent game weeks, we're going to have fun with the captaincy again and take some punts when possible. So it's Captain Salah, of course, who else? Playing home again, and he's netted in his last seven home games in a row, eight goals and two assists over that run. Liverpool definitely the other informed team right now with five wins on the bounce, much like Man City. Man United have four wins and a draw in their last five, in good form as well, and it does feel a bit light in this team of Man United assets as we approach the double game week 37, with Rashford the only one right now. It's tricky to find room for Bruno, who I do really want, and it might have to be the sacrifice of Salah, though he is home to Villa in game week 37. Not a transfer I need to make this week, but given the decent double game week and Fulham home in 38, I'm conscious to load up if possible. Martinelli is a potential transfer out this week, was at the game and was surprised to see him benched. I expected Trosser to start, but thought it might be Jesus that missed out. Arsenal were excellent though, and Arteta may want to keep things as they are. More on the transfer plans in a second. The front two is Haaland and Watkins. Expecting everyone to pile in on Haaland captain again this week, so it could absolutely murder my rank once again, but the plan is to just play for fun in the final four game weeks. That said, Man City do have the early kickoff, so there's a chance we get some early news. Wherever your views are on leaks, it has become part of the game for better or worse, and although in my case I'm on Captain Salah regardless, there's certainly an edge to be gained by those on Haaland captain if there's news he doesn't start. The only reason he might not start is because of the Real Madrid game on Tuesday, so it could be a fixture where Pep fancies them to get a result without him starting. Might all depend on the availability of Alvarez and De Bruyne more than anything. So Watkins completes the 11. We talked a bit about him in the Players Divide video. The fixtures are turning for Villa, and Gamic 36 looks like a prime opportunity to gamble on selling after the Wolves game. Particularly given the double Gamic for Newcastle that week, where Isaac and Wilson might be temptations for many managers. On the bench it's Raya, Isaac, Gabriel and Botman. Gabriel was subbed off early last match, which is a concern, but either way, double Arsenal defence is a bit overkill, so there's a chance that he leaves the team. So let's move on to the transfer plans. This one will depend on early news. If there is any news that Maris, Grealish or even Foden start, then I'm on board with taking a punt for them in place of Martinelli. For a minus four, I also have the option to sell Gabriel for Diaz. Defender and goalkeeper hits are rarely worth it, but it does get me ahead of the curve. I'm already on triple Brighton and Newcastle, so I could roll the transfer in 36 when they double, and then attack double game at 37 with two transfers banked. I'd look at Bruno and Shaw, perhaps with those two transfers. If there is no news, then Gabriel to Diaz will be the likely solo move, and then it's a choice between starting Martinelli and Isaac. For now it's Martinelli, but neither guaranteed to start. Let me know how you got on in Gamic 34 and what your plans are for 35. Make sure you subscribe for that deadline stream. Any Man City leaks and news will be covered. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.